Shalom, today's daf Yomi is Nadarm daf Ayin Ches, Nadarm 78. We're going to start on 77B at the bottom, three lines from the bottom. Amr Rabbi Yochan, Rabbi Yochan taught Chacham Sha'amr Bohashun Baal. Let's say there is a uh, a chacham, a, a scholar who tries to annul the vow using the language uh, of the of the husband, he says mufar which is the laws, which is the language of the husband. Then, or a baal shamer chacham, or if a husband uses the language of the chacham, he says mutar which is the the language that's supposed to be reserved for the chacham and not for the husband. Lo amar kum, it's as though they said nothing, meaning to say it's an insufficient way of annulling the vow. The Gemara brings a source for this to Tanya because the Brisa tells us in the passage of Nadarim. In Bamidbar chapter thirty, verse two, Vaidavar Moshal Rashayamatos of Nasar Alimor, Zahadavar Asher Tivashem. This is the matter which God commanded. And we see from here, Zahadavar needs to be essential. The Chacham can be the one who annuls the vow, but not the husband, using the expression of Hatara. So that is the expression. Zahadavar teaches us that only the Chacham can be can do hatara and, and not the husband. The husband does hafara and the chacham does hatara. And the Brisa explains that if you didn't have these words, zadavar, you wouldn't have been able to realize this. Sheyachal, without this drasha, you might have said, chacham mefir matir, just like the chacham who's not able to be mefir, to revoke the vow, can be matir, can annul the vow. Baal shemefir, you know, din shematir, the husband who's able to revoke the vow, for sure you should be able to annul it. Tamar we see from here, now we're on the top of 78a. Zadavar teaches us these words. Zadavar teaches us that the Chacham alone is the one who can annul the vow. Chacham can be matir, or the husband cannot be matir the vow. He can't annul the vow, even though he could revoke the vow if he does it on the same day, and so it's retroactively, it was never a vow, but he cannot annul a vow. But now the Gemara on 78a is going to bring up an additional b'risa that also tells us uh, the reason why we need this teaching from Zadavar. Tanya Idach, we have another b'risa that tells us uh, that it says in the passage of Nadarm these words, and this teaches us that the opposite. It's teaching us that the Baal can be mefir, mefir, that the husband can revoke a vow retroactively, but the Chacham cannot be, cannot do a far. The Chacham can annul a vow, but he can't revoke the vow. So the, the Brahisa says, if we didn't have these teachings of Zadavar, we wouldn't have known this. Sheyachol, because we might have said, Uma Baal Sheim Matir. Mayfair, just like the husband who's not able to annul the vow, he can he could still revoke a vow. Chacham shemait or chacham who can actually annul a vow. Eno din shemayfair for sure he should be able to revoke a vow. Talmud Romer, the verse states, Zadavar habal mayfair of ein chacham mayfair. The husband can revoke a vow, but not the chacham. So it's exerus akosav. It's a verse from the Torah that the husband in certain rights he has the ability. To, if he hears the vow on that same day to revoke the vow and say it's not applicable, and the court has the ability at any point in time if, if they, to apply the principle of Hataras Nadarim. So the Gemara brings a Braisa that teaches us from a Gezer Shava by a common word comparison 
that we're going to compare uh, Taurus, between a Taurus Nadarm and Shchutechutz. Nehemarkan, it says by the passage of Nadarm, Zadavar, it says by vows, this is the matter that God has commanded. And Nehemarkan, and it says in Leviticus chapter 17, verse 2, where somebody makes a, a slaughter outside the temple, Zadavar, Sheretziva, Hashem, Morbish. It says, this is the matter that God has commanded, saying, and this refers to Shchutechutz, refers, refers to the prohibition of bringing a sacrifice outside of the temple. It's a positive commandment to bring an offering only inside the temple. As it says, But if you bring this this offering outside of the courtyard of the temple, if you do it accidentally, you're, you're liable uh, to bring a sacrifice. And if you do it intentionally, you're liable for kares. You're, you have this severe death penalty. And so we see it says the word Zadavar in both places. And the Chachamim made Xer Yisrael, just like the slaughtering outside the temple, it applies to Aaron and his children and all of Israel, that all of them are equal because it says there Dabero Yisrael. Speak to Aaron and his sons and all of Israel. So all of them are commanded in this prohibition of Shekutechutz Av Parshas Nedarim. Also when it comes to the passage of the vows we're going to say it applies to Aaron, Uvana, Vakol Yisrael, that they're all equal. Um, and, and, and Umakan, Rashi, Matos. And just like by the Nadarim, it applies to the heads of the tribes. Aflawan, also by Shkutechutz, it also applies to Rashi, Matos. It also applies to the heads of the tribes. So the Gemara says, what are these, what are the passages that we learn out from vows with respect to this? So the Gemara says, but, what do we mean that Aaron and his sons are all are all equal? What does that mean? Aaron and his sons and all of Israel are equal. What does that mean? So the Gemara says, It's to tell us that that all of Israel is compared to Aaron and his children with respect to the annulment of the vows, that you don't need to be a mumcha, you don't need to be an expert, you can be a regular commoner, that 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 you you can be a hedgeot. You can be a regular person. Well, there's a whole discussion amongst the commentaries. What does it mean to be a regular person? You still have to know the laws, the basic laws, but you don't have to be the, the expert scholar of the, of the generation in order to win all the vows because it says, speak to Aaron and his sons and all of Israel.